So far, we've learned about the amazing implications of God's life, and we took additional time to appreciate how God's life works in salvation. And then we were reminded of how spiritual life should affect our physical lives. So, what is an appropriate response to God's life? What is the best way we can praise our Lord for his everlasting life? How can you teach your fellow disciples to give appropriate honor to God for his gift of life? Join us for a season full of ways to worship God, because doesn't the living God of the universe deserve your worship? The one true God of the universe has existed since eternity past in ultimate perfection. He spoke the cosmos into existence for his soul, honor, and glory. He moved heaven and earth to redeem mankind, even though we have nothing to offer him. And he's given us everything we need for life and godliness in his word. He deserves our worship. He deserves our adoration. He deserves our praise. I'm your host, A.M. Brucer, and this is the Celebration of God. Welcome to the final episode in our life series. I pray the past episodes have been a huge blessing and encouragement and challenge for you. It has been so valuable for me. But before we round off this series, I would like to invite you to interact with us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and now on Twitter and Pinterest. We're slowly growing our presence on Twitter and Pinterest, but we're sure that if you use those platforms, our content will be a blessing to you there. You should also check out celebrationofgod.com for today's free celebration tools, transcript, and life resources. And now let's talk about how to celebrate life in God. I think the best place to start today is by defining what we mean by, number one, celebrating God. What is it? Well, if you've never listened to our introductory episodes, you really should. I put a link in the description of today's episode labeled, What Does It Mean to Celebrate God? And every blog post has a link which reads, Are You New to the Celebration of God? Click here for your first steps. Those intro episodes will answer this question for you in great breadth and depth. However, by way of simple reminder, to celebrate God is to simply do everything He commands of us. It's worship, it's praise, it's exaltation. We celebrate Him by submitting to Him, following Him, and obeying Him. Celebrating God is giving Him the preeminence that's due Him. For many Christians, this is easy to do during what we call the high days. These are days like Sunday and the sacred holidays on our Christian calendar. But the hardest form of celebration occurs on what we like to call the low moments. These are all the other days and hours and minutes and seconds that make up our average daily lives. God deserves our worship on the holidays and on the everydays. So let's look at some great ways to celebrate the life of God this season. Number two, celebrating the life of God during the holidays. The year-long celebration of God celebratory calendar has a number of amazing high days in the season of life. In fact, the greatest holiday of the entire year falls in this season. Let's take a quick look at them. First, Lent. Lent is a time where God's people prepare for the celebration of Resurrection Sunday by fasting, praying, and serving. And again, if you're new to the show, then it'll be important for you to hear the details of how we celebrate these holidays. We are not Catholic or Lutheran. This ministry is Protestant, and we follow Baptistic creeds. That means that we don't carry the baggage of the Catholic observation of Lent, but we still get the benefit of the historical celebration of God. I'm going to put links into today's episode notes so that you can easily access all the information about all of these holidays, so please check them out to learn more. And the next minor holiday fits perfectly within the 46 days of Lent because it's, second, the World Day of Prayer. Obviously, we can and must pray every day without ceasing, but gathering with the Universal Church on the first Friday in March to join in prayer together is a fantastic way to celebrate the life of God. And then comes third, Passion Week. 
This week is more of an observation than a celebration, but we don't need to get into the semantical weeds on this one. As deep and painful as the events of this week were, it was glorious how God redeemed them. Passion Week includes Palm Sunday, Maundy Wednesday, Good Thursday, and Silent Friday and Saturday. Yes, you heard me right. Though it's not sinful to observe Maundy Thursday and Good Friday, we have a number of episodes that reveal the biblical and historical realities that Jesus was crucified on a Thursday. So check those out. And all of that is in preparation for the greatest holiday of the year, 4th Resurrection Sunday. Were it not for Easter, all of our hopes and our faith would be in vain. It's Christ's return to life that is the cornerstone of our entire faith. It's the perfect celebration of the life of God in that God raised Jesus from the dead, and because of that miraculous event, we too can have eternal life in Christ. And then a little later, we celebrate 5th, Stewardship Day. Stewardship Day is a biblical way to appreciate Earth Day on April 22nd because we Christians should recognize more than anyone else the important responsibility we have to steward the earth for God's honor and glory. This minor holiday is another fantastic addition to the season of life in that nearly everything in creation is alive and is a gift from God to sustain our lives in the here and now. But did you know that the yearly celebration of Resurrection Sunday rarely lines up with the historical date on which Jesus rose from the grave? That's why we can also take a day to celebrate 6th, what we call Technical Easter. I know, it's not a very flashy name, but for those who would like to take a moment to continue the celebration of Resurrection Sunday, April 25th is a great way to do it. And then we have another amazing way to celebrate life, 7th, Mother's Day. Praise God for the miracle of life that God ordained to occur in a woman's body. We thank the Lord for using our mothers to give us life and so much more. And then we look forward to two more beautiful holidays before the end of the season of life. Eighth, Ascension. Ascension is the day we celebrate Jesus' return to glory, where he sat down at the right hand of the Father and completed his redemptive work. And finally, ninth, Pentecost. This is a wonderful day set aside to celebrate the gift of the church. Life within the body of God's people is a joyous blessing, and we love to celebrate him for it. So those are the high days, the holy days, the holidays, and the season of life. And though God doesn't require us to observe any of those days, they are a beautiful opportunity to join with God's people to thank Him for the gifts for which all of His people naturally desire to thank Him. But those are only a few handfuls of days. There are plenty more opportunities to celebrate God in the season of life than the high days. And let's be honest, if we only try to worship Him during the holidays, it's safe to say we're not really worshiping Him at all. That's like someone who tries to do the quote-unquote good Christian thing on Sunday and then lives the rest of the week for himself. I promise you that God is not pleased by his pretense on Sunday. So that's why we finish off today's discussion by looking at ways of three, celebrating the life of God during the everydays. First, let's start with the Christian discipline of Bible study. All of God's people should long for and enjoy their daily time in his word. To that end, we've put together a simple three-month Bible reading specifically for the season of life. You could use it alone, or you could easily add it to your other devotions. You can find the Season of Life Bible reading at celebrationofgod.com. God is well pleased when we not only read His Word, but we study it in order to better understand it and apply it to our lives. But there's another vital Christian discipline in which we should engage every day. Second, prayer. I mentioned this earlier, but it's important enough to revisit. I love re-energizing my prayer life as I fast in preparation for Resurrection Sunday. It's a wonderful way of getting me back on track for the rest of the season and the year. I look forward to the day that we've created more resources on prayer, 
So depending on when you're listening to this, be sure to check out our website for more biblically-based teaching in the nature and habit of prayer. Until then, though, be sure to not just ask God for a bunch of things. Praise Him, confess your sins, advocate for others, and enjoy the complexity and depth of a robust conversation with God. And yet another desperately important discipline is, third, assembling with the church. We did a series called Celebrate God at Church, so definitely be sure to check that out as you strive to worship Him better at church. But there are so many other ways in which we need to celebrate God this season during the everydays. That's why we encourage you to worship Him forth in everything else. To help you do that, we have a growing body of resources dedicated to helping you better understand and apply God's Word in every area of your life. For example, we have episodes on discipleship, worshiping God at work and school, celebrating Him with your rest, vacations, and recreation. We talk much about pleasing the Lord with what and how you eat, including the discipline of fasting. We have a series about worshiping God in your friendships. We even discuss how to celebrate God with the reality of death. And of course, truthloveparent.com provides you thousands of ways to worship God better in your parenting. There are so many tools and resources designed to help you worship God better this year than you did last year. The real question is whether or not you'll take advantage of them. We pray you will, and we pray you'll subscribe to this show and revisit celebrationofgod.com as it continues to grow so that we can equip you to be a better follower of Christ. Please share this episode in your favorite social media outlets so that other followers of Christ can learn how to celebrate Him better this season. And if you're in need of biblical counseling or assistance in your discipleship, please reach out to us at counselor at celebrationofgod.com. And join us next time as we seek to better know, love, and worship God and help the people in our lives do the same. To that end, we'll be starting our new series called The Evidence of Spiritual Life. If you want to know God better, celebrate Him more, and help the ones you love to do the same, subscribe to this podcast and visit celebrationofgod.com to learn more about this dynamic discipleship resource. And remember, the Celebration of God is a listener-supported ministry.